Welcome to Concafe. It is Wednesday, the 26th day of January, year of our Lord, 2022. I pray this finds you well. I hope this finds you rested. And this is the second time I start this recording because I need to go to sleep. And I'm going to do that as soon as I finish. But I wanted to share my thanks to all of you for your prayers for my bride, Nellie. We are home. Nellie is doing remarkably well in the short amount of time that she has uh, undergone this knee replacement. Like I said, overnight, uh, Nellie's pain decreased. And uh, we are home, and she is already sound asleep. And I hope to go join her as soon as I record this devotional. We're looking at the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 1, verses 4 through 10, in the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. We're calling this uh, devotional, I Am With You to Deliver You. So as we hear this word, keep in mind God is with you and God stands ready to deliver you from whatever it is that you are called to do. So hear now the word of God from Jeremiah chapter 1. We start with verse 4. Now the word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Then I said, Ah, oh, Lord God, truly, I do not know how to speak, for I am only a boy. But the Lord said to me, Do not say I am only a boy, for you shall go to all to whom I send you, and you shall speak whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Then the Lord put out his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Now I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and over kingdoms to pluck up and to pull down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God. And we say, thanks be to God. Some could say, Gloria a Dios. Amen. Yeah, amen. Well, a happy and wondrous Wednesday to you, Concafe family. May this day allow you to shine the light and love of the Lord in your life to all people. That's my prayer. I share an update. Uh, Mr. Dan Heisey was supposed to have a procedure done today, which is Tuesday, the night on which I am recording. That has been changed to Thursday. So keep praying for uh, Brother Heisey that all go well with this needed surgery. And prayers for baby Hudson, who continues to have good days and not so good days. And may our prayer be that God bring only good days to this little guy. That should be our prayer. And join me and praying in the name of Jesus for baby Hudson. Whether you receive a job offer or a phone call in your career advising you of a transfer in your, in your job or that of what it, it is that you do, it's very significant. In the life of ministers, namely United Methodist brand, it's during this season that all eyes and ears seem to be on the phone as a call may come letting them know of offers that may be coming to them. Some are expected calls, some are surprises but all come with stress and anxiety of gladness and sadness. I say that because we are seeing that which happened in the life of one of the prophets of God. Now this prophet is Jeremiah, and the call to him came directly to him from God. And so as we heard Jeremiah's call shared with us, we see that this call was very direct, for God informs the prophet that he has had his eyes on his life since before conception. Think about that. And even before the baby could form in the womb, he had his appointment secured as a prophet to the nations. Quite a title and quite the responsibility. How would you act if you knew you were now a prophet to the nations? 
It would scare you, wouldn't it? Now, the prophet did not have to ask, who do I need to see about getting the keys to the church in my office? <laughs> in fact, the prophet had quite the opposite. He had a ready excuse for saying, Lord, I'm not ready for this appointment. His words sum it up well. Ah, Lord God, truly, I do not know how to speak, for I am only a boy. I'm too young. Send someone older. Send someone older and one who knows how to speak. Let's see. If it were up to the church, and I'm sharing this from personal experience, I was, after all, a district superintendent for seven years. Most churches say they would like a 35.5-year-old minister with 2.3 children, a seminary degree, a gorgeous spouse who can play the piano and lead either the United Methodist men or United Methodist women. Some other DSs would ask the requesting church, well, let's see, how many of those of that caliber pastor have you sent to seminary in the last 10 years? The answer for most churches was none or even never. It matters not because God was sending and not only sending but preparing the one who he had chosen to be the prophet to the nations. Now listen to God. He says, do not say I am only a boy for you shall go to all to whom I send you and you shall speak whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Quite a message. Quite a preparatory a statement in terms of what God plans to do. God was not only sending, but equipping. The word was consecrating the boy with the messages he was to speak to the people. And the greater promise, God would be with him and deliver him. Then God stretches out his hands, as I read, and touches the mouth of the boy and says, Now I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and over kingdoms to pluck up and to pull down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plan. Whoa. Notice that God did not say that his messages were to be those of cheer up and keep doing what you're doing. You're doing just fine. Or a kind of prosperity gospel, that uh, type of sermon you hear on TV or maybe through a pastor in Houston by the name of Joel Osteen. No, God's messages are not always positive or welcoming to all people in terms of that which they expect, nor should they be. God mentions the need to pluck up and to pull down, to destroy and to overthrow, and to build and to plant. That means the prophet's job, just like that of the faithful pastor, would be difficult. There was no room to be both a prophet of God and a people pleaser. God has only room for those who are God-pleasers. All messages would deal with matters that were so serious they were matters of life and death. And they required one whose heart was truly given over to God so that he or she could share a message that would indeed transform the audience. And friends, not all people are ready to greet those messages with open arms. What we should take with us out of this passage is that God has called all of us to his side. 
He wants to love us in ways that will make us tell others about that love and thus grow God's kingdom. He also has said that for those who seek to be faithful to our call, God is with us and God will deliver us. God can also prepare us to share that which we need to share with love and conviction. I will be with you and I will deliver you. That may apply to whatever it is you're facing right now in your life, dear brother, dear sister. Receive that and receive the invitation to be on God's side. Let's pray. Loving Father, walk with us and guide us to faithfulness. Guard our words and guard our hearts to that which blesses you, dear Lord. Grant us strength to joyfully bring the deliverance of such messages, for it is in Christ Jesus' precious and powerful name that we pray. Amen. Have a great and blessed day in the Lord, dear friend. Thank you for joining us. Here's your assignment. Bless someone with love and truth about God today. And again, if this has blessed you, forward this message to someone that needs a blessing. And I pray the Lord bless you and keep you and that you would receive my blessings of joy and love. I love you and I thank God for you. I'm Pastor Adi Valverde. Amen.